Hello, beautiful people, my girls and gays and straights, if you're listening. Welcome to the Pretty Gaysick Podcast. My name is Dean Lynn. I'm going to just call this, you know, a new season of Pretty Gaysick because I haven't posted in a long time. I miss you all. I'm sorry. I've been so MIA. Life has just, you know, I hope y'all are doing safe though during this whole pandemic. Isn't it crazy? Lord, this has been going on for months and months and I just have been trying to take care of myself mentally, physically, but also just kind of take a step back from like stressing myself out and everything. So I told myself I would take a break on my podcast and so I did for a while, but now I'm back and I'm better. And you know, I'm like, we back and we better, girl. (laughs) No, but I think it was good for me to kind of take a step back because I realized that I was really stressing myself out and spreading myself really thin, just doing everything at once. But I just wanted to do an episode, just kind of getting the new mojo on, kind of sending good vibes out there. Hopefully this pandemic will be over, you know, soon. Um, But I got conspiracy theories on this, girl. We'll get into that later or on a new episode. We'll see. But it's too much because I'm like, girl, are you sure you've been finding vaccine yet? Like, there's no way Trump did not have a vaccine because he definitely got COVID already. But anyway, I hope that none of you are in the same boat as I am in terms of employment, which um, probably some of you are. I know a lot of like my friends, myself included, um, were laid off like during COVID or like when COVID started, like the whole lockdown thing. And even right now, like unemployment, like they plummeted, but there is still 1.2 million people filing for unemployment like isn't that for Reagan crazy like I've been unemployed for about five months because the lockdown was like in March like middle March for me and in LA in general and I was like bruh so I was furloughed y'all um sad but it's fine and girl it was all fine because there was like an extra 600 i was like okay i could be locked in for a hot sex still could afford stuff and now they got rid of the 600 and i'm like girl how do you expect people to survive like we in la like maybe for like the midwest or like somewhere else girl but like out here we be needing that 600 to pay like bare minimum utilities and rent so what's the tea um but anyway i just moved to west No, I was like, I moved to West Hollywood. No, I actually moved from West Hollywood to Burbank and I got my license recently. Uh, Shook, Uh, aren't you shook? Well, I'm shook because, you know, I'm from Queens, New York, as you all know. And I'm like, girl, a New Yorker with a license? Like, (laughs) y'all better hide your kids and hide your wife. Dean be mobile. That's what one of my best friends said. She said, you be mobile so everyone get off the street. Let's relax. Like, I'm not that bad of a driver, you know? Because my exam got pushed when COVID started. So I was like, oh no, I have to retake the permit. But they notified me in like late June being like, yo, we rescheduled you for the DMV and I was like so stressed because it was like four days from the day they told me and I was not prepared but guess what obviously this what happened to me me prepares and pays like for driving school like the first two times doesn't pass third time just like you know what I tell myself I'll practice once and then I'll just take it like whatever fuck it girl gets my license like I was so livid I was like bro are you serious 
But I'm really grateful that I got it though because I just could not. I was like, I need my license so badly. And I did end up negotiating a good deal on a car. And no, not on daddy's credit card because we all wish we was on that sugar daddy money. But yeah, no. Getting that was like a highlight, I think, of COVID. Like becoming an adult. Like I moved into a studio, not like with my roommate because she moved back up home. Um, originally she was going to move to Colorado, but she ended up moving back home because she's, you know, figuring out her life. I um, respect that. And, you know, it's kind of a big step for me to just move into a studio because I used to be that type of person. I don't know if you can relate, but I used to be like, oh my God, I need to be around everyone. But now I'm kind of like an introverted extrovert because I'm like, yo, let me be alone. And yeah, that's like a quick, 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 quick summary of um, just, you know, some life updates. Um, but yeah, unemployment girl. I cannot believe how many like jobs I've applied to. Like, you know, when you look at something and you're kind of disgusted, um, me at like job applications right now, because as I was like unemployed since March, I've been applying for so many jobs, girl. It is exhausting. I've applied to over 200 jobs in entertainment because everybody and their mamas be unemployed in entertainment right now. And a lot of places, obviously, no response, which I feel like is unprofessional, but I guess that's like an unspoken thing where it's like, if people don't respond, then it's all like, you know, it's a no. But, you know, I would like to know because uh, like sometimes, you know, when you're excited for something and then like you don't get a response and I'm just like not wanting to apply for other jobs because I'm like, you know, just maybe. But I never want to set my expectations because, girl, if you have expectations, you just end up getting disappointed if shit don't work out. So we on that. I'm on top of that. But my mental health, I'm like, girl, let me tell you, like, share with me, like, DM me, y'all. Like, how are y'all mental health? Because mine was just, oof. Looking at all these jobs, like, these applications, my finances. Oh, my God, girl. Like, unemployment. Let's see. My friend, I asked her. I was like, oh, you work at this company, XYZ Studio. I'm not going to name it because, you know, privacy. And I was like, I applied for this job. Can you refer me or, like, recommend me by any chance? And she was like, OMG, like, there was, like, 4,000 applications. Girl, the job was posted, like, a day or two ago, and there was, like, already 4,000 applicants. Like, girl, to fill one role, like, insanity. I was, like, bruh. I couldn't. I had, like, no words. I... <laughs> Um, there was this tweet that did like people who say I with a dash, like finish your fucking sentences. And I was like, oh, slight drag. But that's like what I've been using all of quarantine. Like I, when I have no words to say, like I, oop, but like just I, and I didn't know what to do because everything just be having me speechless AF, like honey, like this world, navigating the world through a pandemic, um, I just feel like it's so hard, especially like if you're a millennial and Gen Z, which you might be um, listening to this, you know, obviously I don't feel like <laughs> fathers and stuff be listening to my podcast. But if you are, wink, wink. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, maybe. <laughs> um, no, but uh, the mental health, I feel like on our generations, like the millennial and Gen Z especially, is so oof. It's like, yikes, like, uh, oof. Cause I d read this article and it said like where it like shot up to like 25% and mental health right now is just kind of like crazy and just all over the place. And I feel it myself. I don't know if you could relate, but even in terms of like knowing that people have like solid careers, like that don't get furloughed because I feel like when you're lower, like more entry level associate, like you are like, you have more chance of like being like let go and stuff because companies are trying to cut back, et cetera, et cetera. 
But what I'm talking about is like people have their lives like planted, their seeds planted. They know what they're doing and stuff like when they're well off, like in their older, you know, ages and stuff. And like they've established kind of this meaning with themselves, like about themselves. And they understand like what work they like to do, etc. And they kind of have it all figured out. Um, dog, kids, etc. You know, you get what I'm saying. So it's like less, I guess worrisome for them to figure it out but I feel like all of us are figuring it out together and it's just intense and I am sending you all the love and all the positive vibes for anyone searching for a job or just needing some encouragement to get through this time because I think I was honestly okay still kind of but if I'm like I'm being completely honest because there's no point in it sugarcoating anything as y'all know I do not sh sugarcoat anything um now in the beginning of quarantine I think it was really nice because as I said before I took a step back I did release my book and stuff during quarantine but bruh, I swear I took like April like from March the middle of March when I got unemployed to like the end of April to catch up on years. I'm telling you, I kid you not, years of sleep that I lost through college and just everything. And then after that, I kind of was able to wake up, kind of get a routine going again and just like be mad caught up on sleep. But I just honestly have been mentally just anxious about like career wise and like low key, I'm like, am I depressed? Or like, I don't know, what everyone saying? Like, what? <laughs> no, but I'm an extrovert. So definitely the energy from other people helped me thrive. Um, but the anxiety aspect, I think just my finances and not knowing if I could pay rent and stuff, especially when interviews do take so long and rounds and rounds before you do get an offer or a rejection. And in that case, you have to apply again and just delays it more. Which, in my case, I'm like, <laughs> why? I just need a job. And then unemployment ending, that added to my anxiety. Um, and just kind of feeling discouraged at times. Like, ugh. And feeling, I think, butthurt. Which I think, like, I'm, like I've like i talked about this before. Like, the projection aspect of it. And I think I feel, like, um, rejected and all that. And, like, I just feel really, like, ugh, like, why are you not responding? But I think it's just a projection of my anxiety, if I'm being honest, because it's no one's fault, like, that the companies are, you know, on a hiring freeze or they don't have the budget because of during this, t like, during this time and everything. Um, but I just wish, you know, something will open up. But as my therapist will always say, and my friends give me this advice, like, it'll work out in the end, no matter what. And if this door doesn't open another one will um it's hard to hear though because even when i hear it girl the other day i got so annoyed too i was like girl i hear this advice all the fucking time like i'm just annoyed at advice at this point um but me here trying to give you advice no but i feel like i've heard the same advice over and over again like i'm trying and like i can tell myself these things of like oh it'll work out but it's like girl it'll work out but like am i gonna be homeless when it works out like to be determined. And like, I don't even know if these government programs, you know, even work. So, lower. Let's um, shift some gears and talk about something else because talking about unemployment, I feel like I've been talking about unemployment for so long that I just ended up getting a side gig, which for me, I thought it was going to be great. I got a part-time job at this um, place. I'm not going to say because, you know, 
Ain't nobody want to get stalked nowadays. Um, you feel me? Not saying y'all creepy, but you know, there's some people out there. It'd be the dark web. It'd be the internet. It's creepy, especially because everyone's on it during this time. Um, the other day I got this spam email saying like someone was recording me and I was like, um, what? And I got kind of scared, but then I did some Google research and people's like, yo, like that's all scam. And I'm like, I good because if someone recorded me, girl, I'm covering, I covered all my webcams. I was like, uh-uh, we ain't not have this happening. So this is my last story before we move on to some final updates. I applied for this job and I reached out back to the recruiter. Girl, did you know what she said? I was like, oh, like, I just wanted to check in on this opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And she responded with, oh, I'm sorry, like the hiring manager um, or like the person you would be reporting to, they were specifically looking for a person of color. Yeah, literally silence because I, again, with the eye. Like, I had no words to say. I was like, bruh, are you saying, like, I'm not a POC? So, like, what she meant was basically um, they were only hiring Black people. But obviously, that's so important because um, Black Lives Matter and the whole movement is super important. But I think there's, like, there is a distinction between that. Um, but the fact that, okay, I think it irks me more that it came from a white, like, woman. And it just was like, bruh, like, so what am I? If I'm not a POC, am I white? Like, girl, I didn't know you could read into my chromosomes like that. Like, who cheated that I didn't know of? Um, no, girl, I'm kidding. But there's literally, I took the 23andMe, girl, I am 99.9% .9 Chinese. Like, I predicted that I was like, watch my shit be 99.9% .9 Chinese. I'm gonna waste my money on this. And mm -hmm, that's the that's the shit that happened. Um, but like, okay, I did the health aspect of it, which was kind of helpful, but like, not really. Cause I wanted to see, I was like, ooh, girl, are you diverse? Like, where is you from? But it just literally said I was 99.9% .9 Chinese. I was like, you know what? I give up. Um, but anyway, I'm in the process of writing my second book. Well, not like a, the same type of um, book that I wrote in the beginning, um, like my first book um, about like my traumas and healing from them. But I think this book is more so me during quarantine, but also me during like my life. Like I've had like some past poetry as well that I want to include because this is going to be a poetry book that I'm going to write and kind of have illustrations and everything. So I'm really excited and I will keep you updated on that um and yeah for my next episode i will be talking about weight exercise and just relationship to our bodies during a pandemic and i feel like especially people who have struggled with body before like me during the pandemic it could be especially anxiety provoking and when everything's like uncertain i found myself like trying to control like other aspects of my life like with food and everything and I think it just came up as a way like that's the only way I knew how to cope my whole life and I kind of like wanted to crawl back into that but I was like nah bitch do not do that because uh-uh we are not having this we is not letting COVID take away anymore you know and yeah my mouth be dry but also girl remember I'm in a quarter-life crisis and what do gays do when they're in a quarter-life crisis Yes, I'm about to go bleach my hair because I got this new toner. But make sure to send me topic ideas, what you want to hear. And I want to hear how you all are doing. So make sure to follow me on Instagram on my podcast at Pretty Gaysick or my personal Instagram at Dean W. Lynn. 
and over and out. I hope you all stay safe, sanitized, and watch out, check in with everyone around you, and make sure to fucking vote, y'all. Make sure to vote because this is a dire time because if Trump is in office again, uh uh-uh. We is not having that. I'm not. I refuse to be oppressed any longer. You feel me? All right. I will talk to you later. Bye.